T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Now, it's time for Order Up, served by Carbone's Hospitality. Yes, Order Up is what we do this time of the day on Fridays. It is our food and restaurant and cooking and whatever having to do with food. This week, we figured we'd pay tribute to my dear mama because we are so heartbroken and we can tie it in tie the whole thing in. to my darling mama darling yes it's darling mama let's talk to Juan. i i believe he's uh operating at high altitudes hi Juan. hello how are you today what's going Morning. on Oh, we are having a wonderful day today. A little smoky up here, but uh, other than that, we're pretty good. <laughs> and, you know, the first thing that I thought about with food relation and, and, and the queen was our last my darling Christmas mama. dinner. It, was what? Christmas dinner? One? Oh, no. Uh-oh. This he, is too much of a distraction. He, he went into the now. Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> <laughs> He's lost in the clouds. Oh, no. Juan is airborne. And I can see where the cell... Because cell towers, cell connection is... I assume he's on a cell phone. And you've got to be within eight miles of a, of a tower. And if you're flying, you are not staying with the roadway where most of the towers are. So I would assume that's Juan. why we... <laughs> <laughs> I would assume that's why we lost him. But anyway, that's what we're, we're going to talk about food fit for a queen. That's our topic. Today we're tying it in with darling mama. To my darling mama. So if you uh and you know, be loose with it. That could be that could mean the topic is is um is food from England that you like? Overcooked meats at low temperatures that you like to eat? Tune in Fridays at 5 p.m. for Order Up, served by Carbones Hospitality. Thank you to our friends at Carbones. Now, judging from the lack of response on the telephones, Anthony, I'm thinking already that it was a mistake 
to do a queen-based topic, but I couldn't resist. But nevertheless, <laughs> I think that uh, we will persevere, and because I think the problem is people don't actually connect with the idea of British food. Listen yeah, to this. it's hard to. Listen to this from CNN. If British food has come in for a bit of mockery over the years, it isn't because the recipes are wrong. It's because they're misunderstood. We call sausages toads. Do you know that's what they call sausages? I didn't know that, no. And they cover offal. Offal is, um, I forget, organ meat or brain? I'm not sure which. We cover offal in gravy, wrap it in pastry, and call it a pudding. We eat... Eels. Real eels. No fooling. None of it really makes sense to the casual observer, but that's just one of the things that makes British cuisine so special. Eating British food is not just eating. It is a surrealist expedition into a magical parallel universe that will challenge almost everything your eyes, your palate, and your gut know to be right and proper. Here are some classic British Dishes, dishes, Yorkshire pudding, which uh, Anthony just explained to me is a piece of bread or pastry. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Essentially, special, special pastry. Uh, there's a dish called toads in the hole, which is a sausage that is baked inside of what looks like a Yorkshire pudding or just a big thing of bread in a in a like a sausage biscuit. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Jellied eels. Come on, there's got to be some supporters of jellied eels. Please give us a call. Jellied eels, anybody? I can't understand now why the British foods are. Imagine the biggest slug you've ever seen, then imagine eating it. Hmm. Jellied eels. Uh, there's shepherd's pie, which is wonderful. Hamburger. On the bottom, and whipped uh, whipped potatoes or mashed potatoes on top. Fish fingers, chips, and beans. The particular picture here looks horrendous. It looks like a school lunch, but that could be something. Fish and chips is is a great dish, is it not, Anthony? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, it's sometimes lazily done, but when it's done right, it is very good. Scotch egg. Do you know about a scotch egg? It's an egg wrapped in sausage. That doesn't sound so bad. Changing the shape to pre, pre, uh, protect the innocent. A sausage roll. It's a sausage wrapped in egg with various other ingredients that make up a pastry. A trifle is British. Everybody likes a trifle. An eaten, an eaten mess, E-T-O-N, not eating. It's the heroine of desserts. In some upper-class areas of Britain, you can't move for the aristocrats passed out in the gutter, having overdosed on this intoxicating mixture of meringue, cream, and fruit. And then, of course, there's steak and kidney pudding. So that's our topic. Somebody must have something they like that British people have made and the Queen would have dined on regularly. Juan, are you back in uh, in range of a cell tower? No, he's messing with us once again as he flies around looking for a connection. Ken in Enfield. Hi, Ken. 
I, I, I have a, a good royal dish. That, uh, you do? A royal dish. Excellent. Oh, what is it? Yes. Because obviously they, they don't eat like their subjects. Uh, a pig feet boiled. Uh-huh. Uh, boiled pig butter, feet. Boiled and then on butter. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then on top of the English muffin. And uh, rotten potatoes seasoned from the compost pile. Uh, Rotten potatoes from the compost pile? Is that what you said? Yes, yes, and roasted on the grill. You're serious about this? Oh, yes, yes, yes. This is not a joke? This is not a joke at all. This is a delicacy the queen would have dined on? Yes, and obviously the pig's feet, the the toes are manicured before they are uh, boiled. Oh, you're just jiving us, right? No, no, not at all, not at all. You're messing with us. I can tell. I can tell. Anything else, Ken, you want us to know? What do you like? No, I think you, British you, you food you like? None, none whatsoever. <laughs> All right, Ken, thank you for that. Wow. I know people like fish and chips. That's just fried fish and french fries, right? Yeah. How about you, Anthony? Do you like a British food? I like their whole vibe of the tea tea party, you know, having some crimpets and English muffins like done right with some jam, butter, little finger sandwiches. And their tea is better than tea anywhere else because they're like the only place that actually cares about tea. So Yes, they uh, use hot water, much hotter <laughs> than we do. I guess so, yeah. I've had Brits tell me they don't appreciate how we don't take the temperature of the water seriously enough because for know. tea to steep properly it has to be at a boiling temperature when it hits the the tea what about when you have coffee i feel like coffee is burning hot when i get it hot what's that got to do with tea no but i mean isn't it the same difference if someone gets the hot water out of out of the coffee machine well i don't know how you're drinking your coffee if it's um you know if it's a if it's a bar drink then they're steaming milk to put in it but if it's just regular coffee, then do you have it black? Yeah, I will occasionally. But I do. do sometimes I have coffee? oat milk in it. I'll either do it with oat milk or I'll do it black. Because mm-hmm. putting in the milk would cool it right off, right? Yeah, yeah. It's one of my problems with just drinking a cup of coffee. By the way, is that I like a little milk in it, but then the milk makes it cool, and I want it to be hot. I've never uh, quite got my head around that. All right, so nobody has any sentimental... What I was imagining would, would uh, drive this topic, tying the food today to, um, to the queen, I imagined that there are sentimental favorites, that people have an emotional attachment to certain dishes, like steak and kidney pudding. Are there no British descendants living in this country? I thought there were a lot of Brits here. Rice yeah. pudding is a wonderful dessert that comes from England. Hmm. In in China, they fry it with an egg. In, J- in Japan, rice pudding is served cold with raw fish. Oh, no, they're just talking about rice. And then uh, rice pudding is big in in England, cooked with milk and sugar. Jam roly-poly. You ever hear of that one, Anthony? Jam, Jam roly-poly. roly-poly. I don't think so. It's a rolled-up cake made of shredded fat filled with jam. 
Shredded fat filled. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Something like this could only be conjured from the imagination uh, uh, from a nation that also gave you the Beatles, the World Wide Web, and fox hunting. Did the World Wide Web come from England? No, supposedly. Scones. I know that. Scones are big here. Scones are great, yeah. I wouldn't call them great, but they're big here. Christmas pudding. Are you familiar with this? It's a dark... What is Christmas? Is that like a piece of rye bread with some cream on it or something? All right, that's about all I could think of in this particular story. Anyway, this uh, this topic seems to be a dud, but uh, we'll try we'll try to push it along a little further, and we'll try one again. Turkey. Hey, how are you again? What is going on with your signal? Is it hard to talk uh, on a cell phone from the private plane? Uh, yes, I am. I, unfortunately, uh, I was. <laughs> I was going over to North Anaheim, and I lost. All right, let's a just give of... up on it, Juan. It seems to be hopeless. Let's try Jill in Windsor. Hi, Jill. Hi, Todd. Thanks for taking my call. Um, well, I went to England a few times, and mm-hmm. one of the times, well, a few times when I was there, I would have afternoon tea with, like, an English, some type of muffin, and it had clotted cream on it, and it was very good. Clotted was, cream is wonderful. This is like it, an injection of cholesterol and fat yes. directly into your veins. Yes, and it was so rich, I was sick for a few days. I could, I had to go find a Chinese restaurant and get rice and certain things like that, other types of Chinese tea to make me feel better. But to it was get very normal good. food. What's that? To get normal food, you had to go to a Chinese restaurant in England. Well, Chinese food, like rice, will settle my stomach. And they mm. had certain types of teas that if you have too much fat in your diet, ah. it's um, called pune. It's a black tea. It's a Chinese tea, black tea. And, it's, um, and as you were talking about, teas need to be with the water boiling at boiling point or hotter mm. yes. to make a nice full-bodied tea. How come people don't know this? I don't know. I don't. I guess they don't read the directions. But um, they they have a nice Chinatown over there. Really good um, Chinese restaurants over there. All different types of Chinese food, and you can get mm-hmm. all different types of Chinese tea. So I believe yeah. that England has changed. I haven't been there probably in fifteen or twenty. No, I was there a few years ago. But did I eat out? I don't know. My sense is that it's gotten a lot better. The they food have great pastries. Nothing like here. And if you go into um, uh, Manhattan. I haven't been there lately because of everything that's going sure. on. But I mean, you can get really good pastries there. You can get them really good in downtown Montreal. I mean, you can get anything in Manhattan. But and they were really good. You go to Harrods and get different types of tea. But they buy all their tea from Asia. Yes, well, they know where the best tea is from. That's right. They love their tea. Thank you, Jill. You're welcome. Have a great weekend. All right, we're talking uh, meals fit for a queen, your favorite British foods, your least favorite British foods, foods you wonder about that come from England. Larry in Bridgeport, hi. Hey, Todd, how you doing? What's up, Larry? Hello. What do you think? Um, I know you're talking about British cuisine, mm-hmm. and you're trying to be good-natured and lighthearted, but are you going to dedicate a show to the dark side of British history? At all, about all the countries around the globe that the British government and aristocracy exploited for about four or five hundred years. Well, that sounds like it would take more than a show. Probably take a couple of years. Yes. um, And it doesn't sound like much fun. 
No, it doesn't. It isn't much fun. And I actually just read uh, several books on Irish history, and uh, you know, they were the people of Ireland were getting paid a penny a day to do very hard physical labor for the British uh, during the Great Potato Famine, which lasted several years, and over a, mi- a million Irish died. And the British controlled, uh, controlled Ireland for over 500 years, um, right up into almost the 1990s, if you look at Northern Ireland, uh, the Clinton administration through the uh, Easter Agreement forced with people like Bob Dole and George Mitchell and uh, many other senators shame the British and John Major, who was prime minister at the time, into giving Irish Catholics the right to vote and own land and also to go to the same schools and get the same opportunities as Protestants. Now, are you bringing Uh, this around to the food thing? No, I'm just bringing it up because... I look at the British and I look at their history and it's such a dark history. And the queen of England between 1952 when she started uh, her monarchy and uh, it ran right up into 1997. She did very little, if nothing, to yeah. help the, uh, she was the not, she was not a Ireland. woman of compassion or an innovator in any way, which is why I think British food is, is uh, in such a decrepit state, but maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe somebody could correct me. Hi, Sharon. You're on WTIC. Hi, how are you? What do you um, think? Two things come to mind for me. The simplest one would be that I've ever really eaten are scones. I don't know, you know, people who drink tea, which I don't, I don't like hot tea, but they typically have it with scones. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is the haggis. I don't know if anybody mentioned that yet. The what? Which, uh, Haggis, H-A-G-G-I-S. What is haggis? Haggis is the um, lying of a lamb's stomach. Okay. Which is not appealing to me. Now, my brother was just in Scotland, which is part of Great Britain, of course, and he tried the haggis, and he said it wasn't all that bad. I forget, I think there's onion in it, and I can't remember what else. So whether the queen ate it or not, I don't know. Oh, she but. must have. That's probably what made her so dour. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But I know lamb. I'm very, I'm, I'm total British. I'm Scottish and English. And um, I know that, you know, my grandparents on, my, on, on the English side, their last name is Shaw, uh, we, we had lamb a lot. We always had lamb um, Christmas morning, um, that type of thing. And not that we had the true, true British, but we, did a lot. We always ate with sterling silver and kind of finery. I, oh, I, you come from the royal family. <laughs> yeah. I um, see. Well, I was raised by my grandparents. My parents were divorced, and uh, my mother was with us, of course. But, um, yeah, so I, I did grow up with, you know, linens and silver. And, it, it doesn't sound like such a bad thing. Sharon, no. thank you for the call. We've got to run. Time for a traffic update. We'll take more calls on Food Fit for a Queen, our topic on Order Up. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Now, it's time for Order Up, served by Carbone's Hospitality. Oh, yes. We are talking food fit for a queen. 860-522-9842. Anything British food-wise that inspires you to discussion... Louise in New Britain. She's in New Britain, understand? Uh-huh. She's newly British. <laughs> You're right, right. The New Britain. Um, first thing, that previous caller was talking about, or somebody said, shepherd's pie. I think that's, she was talking about lamb, this, this previous caller. I think that the real shepherd's pie is made with lamb, not uh, oh, really? ground beef. Yeah, Yeah, I, that was me. I was just seeing a picture of it, and I forgot. That it was made with lamb. That makes it ten times better. Maybe yeah. maybe a hundred times better. Lamb right. is awesome. But more expensive to make. But yes. anyway, um, the traditional Christmas uh, dessert of plum pudding, we got that from the British. It, does that have plums in it? No. Oh, good. It what, fruit. How it's, come they the British misname all the food so you can't tell what's in it? I don't know. Um, what, what's in plum pudding? Well, it's basically a, a fruitcake with walnuts. And fruit, and uh, it's steamed. I mean, mother used to make it in the pressure cooker. <laughs> she had every, used everything for everything. And um, and but she graduated to make it healthier from using suet to Crisco, and then just uh, vegetable oil, and it still worked. Wait, there was something she used that was worse for you than than Crisco? It was healthier. Yeah, good. You know, then the oil was healthiest, and she used that, and it worked. But anyway, we just, you you can. We've done it a few times. At, when you serve it, you um, pour brandy over it or whiskey, and you light it. You flame it, so it's very dramatic and good. Okay. <laughs> Is there anything else you wanted us to know? No, that's all I remember. Well, thank you so much, Louise. Okay. Tell all the folks in New Britain about all the great new British foods, including <laughs> plum pudding. And we will talk to you soon. Have a great weekend. Steve next. Hi, Steve. Hey, Todd. Um, yeah, you were talking about steak and kidney pudding. Um, I actually know it is steak and kidney pie because that's like my father-in-law's absolute all-time favorite. Really? Yeah, he just loves it. His wife makes it for him every year at his birthday and on Father's Day. And, and what is it? And it's uh, beef kidney and steak in a in a in a gravy that's in like a pot with a. Uh, 
uh, um, kind of a crust on top, you know, and it, so, uh, but what's funny to me is because he, he gets it every birthday and every Father's Day, I absolutely refuse to be there on his birthday or on Father's Day, because when I was first dating my wife, she brought me over to the house uh, <laughs> on his <laughs> they birthday, made you eat where that. they served it and made me eat this, and uh-huh. it was disgusting. <laughs> it, <laughs> it sounds was- horrible. Oh, it is absolutely the worst tasting thing I've ever had. I took one bite of it. And I just, I just, oh, I just I kind of spit it back out. I know it was kind of rude, and I was, I was just dating their daughter for a very short period. Oh, of time. They, you got off on a good start, huh? Oh yeah, <laughs> but the just, thing I, is, the Brit, the Brits seem committed to like they must have had a a couple thousand years in their uh, recent development where they really didn't have anything available except farm animals that and they would they would starve a lot of the time so they'd use every little piece of the animals to they'd throw them all in addition give it a great name that didn't reveal what was in there right but that i mean then that's fine but as you you know get out of that sort of i guess they haven't gotten out of it yet yeah but really you can't they can't go to the grocery store and buy steak and chicken breast and you know uh, decent lamb you were just talking about, decent Steve. food. They still have to eat these kidneys. Stiff upper lip. <laughs> Whatever the punishment is, they take it. Isn't that the legacy of the queen? 860-522-9842. Now it's time for Order Up, served by Carbone's Hospitality. Order Up, our food and restaurant, our... This is how we wrap up the week. This week's topic, food fit for a queen, Maria in Rocky Hill. Hello, Maria. Hello, Todd. Uh, Wonderful to talk with you again. I'm so happy that we got your British accent out of the mothballs and back in action. Right. And if I can set the record straight. Please. I was, uh, as you know, I was born, raised, and educated in England. I majored in culinary arts. My whole family, my father was an excellent chef. I went to Cordon Bleu. Uh, My grandmother, who lived in the northern part of England, would cook and prepare (laughs) food for the royal family whenever they went north. And if I, previous callers, I know how to make Christmas pudding, and yes, uh, your previous caller, um, my friends love the food that I make, mm-hmm. English sausage rolls, steak and kidney pie, <laughs> I, um, yes, I enjoy it, English custard tarts, uh, jam tarts are delicious, and you know, like the Americans, uh, the British have come a long way, and some of the finest restaurants in the world are in London. Um, and I actually have been with my mother, where we've gone for afternoon tea, mm-hmm. and everything matched. Even the tray, the napkin, the teapot, the cup, the saucer. It was in Mayfair, which is a fine area of London. But um, I, I still like to cook certain things, and my friends absolutely enjoy my food. All right, so you are, you sound a little defensive about this, but the point is well taken that there is some sophistication in British food. Is that what you're saying? Yes, you see that just like in Ireland, all the chefs, um, I, I went to Paris, I went to Cordon Bleu, Mm-hmm. And, and there were three. There was Cordon Bleu in Paris, London, and New York. Um, 
and uh, very, very strict um, about teaching you how to prepare foods and to cook it properly. Um, I'm sorry if I sounded defensive. I, I didn't oh, no, I'm just teasing you. There's nothing wrong to... at all with the way you sound. I'm just teasing. And but if the... I can set something yes. straight about the Queen. Mm-hmm. Queen Elizabeth, her whole life was dedicated to the people. People would write to her every week, mm-hmm. and every week she would answer. She would send money, her own money, because mm-hmm. she came from a very uh, from a heritage uh, family of wealth, mm-hmm. and she would make sure that people that were less fortunate in England got to... Um, to enjoy some of the better things in life. That's why the people absolutely loved her. And uh, I actually cried yesterday um, because I um, I felt the same way as the British. Uh, you know, I'm, I love America. I'm an American, mm-hmm. and I've enjoyed so many good things here. But, of course, my ties to England will remain forever. As the, well they should. I'm sure you can understand. But of course. the British actually really know how to cook and prepare. Jamie Oliver, if you've ever heard of that him. That kid is wonderful. I, I love Oh, uh, his food is yeah. out of this world. His five ingredients. Um, the, the Bake Off, the British Bake Off, all those people, Mary and, um, and, um, and Paul Hollywood. Oh, fantastic foods that they prepared. And Maria? I've prepared some of those foods, yes. It's wonderful and to hear from you. my friends have thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you for jumping in on this topic. It's great to hear from you. Thank you very much, and have a wonderful weekend, Todd. It's always great to talk with you. Bye. You, you too as well. Have a great weekend. All right, we've got a guest right now, and we'll take some more phone calls after we have this discussion with Davina McNally from City Fish Market in Wethersfield. And appreciate, Davina, you taking the time to talk to us today. Hi. Hi, how are you? I, I'm filled with spectacular feelings <laughs> towards your enterprise because I hear so many wonderful things about the market. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yes, well, thank you. Um, I, I, am, I feel it's the same. I really, I'm, just, I'm so proud of this business uh, that began of about 90, we're in our 93rd year, 1930. It was my great-grandfather, and um you know, he came over from Greece and just um, saw there was a need. He wasn't a fisherman, but he just um, began that way, and he had three sons and ultimately um, moved from Hartford to Wethersfield. And uh, in Wethersfield, we've been there now for 55 years, and that really allowed us to grow our business um, wholesale and we have a retail market and a fish fry restaurant, but it's fourth generation. Me, my brother, and my sister, we have uh, our children work there now, so that's fifth generation, and it's, uh, it's quite a legacy. How do, you, um, how do you keep the family all getting along? Like, we've been watching the, <laughs> the British royal family, and I, what I see is a family business that causes a lot of... Uh, tension and infighting, and and that can happen when you get multiple generations and resentments over the older people and their authority and stuff like that. How do you manage that? Yeah, absolutely. You're, I mean, it's. I laugh. It's not easy. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, it, and sure, there's. It's 
there's all of that. There's infighting. But the one thing that really we have that that are working there now, me and my siblings, my father was, he was such a peacemaker. He was the glue. He was the, you know, the one that would help you see the other side. And he talked to us each individually to, you know, that one day, you know, you have to pick your battles and you have to get along because I'm going to leave it to all of you. And um, so with respect, you know, you try to. I mean, certainly um, there are those pieces, though, that, you know, when you have extended family mm-hmm. or spouses, you know, working there, then it's like, Ugh. You mean the ones who didn't grow up in the business? Correct. Yeah, it's mixing everybody together that can be problematic. Is there um, is there something? So when I go to the market to buy fish, I think I can tell which ones are fresher, and using a visual of of um, looking more moist and less dried out. And I don't know. There's just a vibe you get from it. Is that an accurate way Mm -hmm. to buy fish? Well, absolutely. You're you're on it. That that it would be um, if it's dried out. It's old been sitting there um so i i agree and of course the advantage with us um coming to our retail market is that we service um wholesale restaurants so we have a huge variety a constant turnover flow we go to because you're doing such big volume you mean right so we're going to boston so our retail market is only getting the best of of what we have coming in Mm -hmm. we we Definitely put that there first. And because of the turnover, um, we can always have that, always have the freshest and the best. And if, if there is a mistake that we make, of course, I'd be glad to always, um, you know, refund or, or make it right. Exchange because, it out. That's nice. Yeah, I don't want, you know, I mean, obviously, you can't have your eyes everywhere, but you try to. And, and But that is one of the greatest advantages, I think, is that we have that behind us. What do you want us to know before you go, Davina? What do you want people to know about City Fish Market or about fish or anything that you know that we don't? Hmm. Oh, that's an interesting question. Um, Well, it doesn't have to be that interesting. I just wanted to make it broad so you could, you know, anything. Because I I assume that when you know so much about something like you must, having spent your whole Mm -hmm. life in the fish business, then you, there's a, there's dumb people about fish coming in all the time and saying silly things, I would think. And and you've got all kinds of information that we could benefit from. So I just wanted to make it open-ended. I didn't mean to try to make yeah, it complicated. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I love the question. It's great. I guess just that, you know, we, we do have knowledgeable people there. And come on in. If you have a question, you want to try a new fish, we always have ideas for recipes. I love to cook. Um, so everyone always sends them my way, too. But... You know, um, and and lobsters and and all of that. Just that that we we do know something. Being in business this long, you know, it it means something. And uh, so we we strive for friendly, you know, reliable service and and all of that freshness, fresh quality. I don't know. That's well. That that's that's all we need. <laughs> So come on in and, you know, <laughs> try it out. Have some fish and chips. That's we, good, too. We will do that. Davina, okay. thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Thank you, Todd. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. All righty. Have, have a, a nice- great weekend. Yeah, don't be too busy. Don't work too hard.
Maybe take some time off. Davina McNally, City Fish Market in Weathersfield. Thank you for being here. 860-522-98421 in East Hartford. Is your voice there? I'm here now. I'm on the ground driving around West Hartford. Oh, good. Uh, great family, by the way. Uh, the Anagnus family is, uh, was her father. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 I was thinking about that when she was on the phone. The, the, the amount of families in Connecticut that are, you know, passionate about what they do and, and they have uh, food places and distribution. You know, you got Bogner's, that's a family owned place, that's a meat market. You got Sardilli uh, Produce, that's an, another family. Um, you have Masacado with the breads and the pastries. So, you know, it's, it's, it's food is all about family. And, and you know, to the English, England uh, topic, you had a caller that said something about the, the uh, I think it was Maria, she, she was talking about how English food is, is the, uh, um, it's the routine, the, 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 uh, the formality of it. And we wanted to do a nice formal dinner for Christmas this year. We made a beef Wellington mm-hmm. with some puff pastries, English puff pastries, and and some uh, Irish potatoes. And I tell you, it was it was a really formal event. It was so classic. It was so beautiful. The table was set perfectly. The, the cup, the glasses, the knives, the. Floor. Well, I wish you had thought to invite Anthony and me over. I, I did, but I think you guys were busy that day. Oh. <laughs> I keep Do inviting Anthony, Anthony over, and he's always got a reason. He's got some some. Oh, work. that's true. No, Anthony works eight days a week, so, you know, it's tough to tough for him to schedule a meal. Uh, Juan, anything else you want us to know? I just want you to know that this, is the, this hour is such a great hour because it gets us off of politics. They get us talking about, you know, family, food, friends, and that's what food does. That just brings family and friends together. Food is together. Yeah. Uh, food is, is yes, it's togetherness. You're right, Juan. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend, Juan. Stephen Waterbury. Hi, Steve. Hey, Todd. Four, four quick points. Um, City Fish uh, would also have specials a lot of times, and fish and chips being an English dish mm-hmm. certainly was one of the good ones that they had. Uh, they also used to give out $2 bills for change. I don't know if they still do that or not. Just been years ago. Just so, for fun? Or was, uh, was that like a, a branding or, thing? I, I, it probably was. It, it was, uh, you know, I used to go there, and every now and then they'd be handed out, you know, when you get the change back, you know, almost every time it would be a $2 bill and included with it. Um, <clears throat> as far as uh, English muffins, I was going to make a joke about it, but I did a little research. Yeah. And the person that actually, they say it's not an English thing, but the uh, person actually was uh, English. He came over and said it was his mother's recipe. He called it originally, but that was uh, the founder of Thomas's Muffins. And, oh, no uh, kidding. Well, yeah. Well, last thing uh, I want to bring up there, uh, I never really had the British version of it, but do you know what bangers and mash are? Um, no. It supposedly became popular in World War II when their meat was hard to or World War One. Uh, it's it's a sausage with uh, mashed potatoes, and it sounds really good. Well, anything with a sausage, or anything with mashed potatoes, I think. And and if you're going to combine them, how can you go wrong? Right. And then they put a, a usually an onion gravy they say on it. It's so something I got to try. Steve, thank you so much for the call. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great weekend.
Bangers I, and mash is good. I believe it's food like that that got King Charles talking like this. Oh, wait a sec. Here we go. To my darling mama. He's thinking about bangers and mashed. What a great... How come that isn't on every menu in the country? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I've seen it more lately, but you don't see it a lot. All right, have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. Time for us to get to the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. One more report before we start kicking back and celebrating the weekend. Have a great one. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.